This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. An alternative may be on the way to the herbicide market. Bayer says the company has discovered a molecule that could offer the first new post-emergence mode of action for broadacre weed control in 30 years. The technology is still in research and development, and Bayer is in the early stages of identifying a corresponding biotechnology trait to convey herbicide tolerance. Companies have been seeking alternatives to existing herbicides in an effort to counter resistance issues in weeds. For more on the news, check out Steve Davies' story on agripulse.com. An ag economist says ethanol interests should keep their hopes in check as small refinery exemptions conversations move forward. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more. An ag researcher is cautioning biofuel stakeholders they likely won't see demand increases overnight from EPA's supplemental rule on reauthorizing waived biofuel gallons. Seth Meyer is a researcher at the University of Missouri's Food and Agricultural Policy Research Institute, a position he began after serving as chairman of USDA's World Ag Outlook Board. During his time at USDA, Meyer says he tried to explain to EPA officials the issuing of small refinery exemptions was lowering renewable volume obligations in the renewable fuel standard. They seem to have solved that problem in this latest rule, but I don't think folks should expect that this will suddenly turn around in one year, causing a big increase in ethanol grind. Even if folks were certain that this was the new path forward, it would take some while, take a while to build out that demand. It just takes a while for folks to make adjustments and then add to that some uncertainty. They got to feel confident that this is now the new way of doing business. That takes some time. EPA finalized a rule in December accounting for waived biofuel gallons from RFS compliance by using a three-year rolling average of the Energy Department's recommended SREs. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. With the benefit of a little hindsight, the beef industry is recognizing the significance of the court victory in a case challenging the structure of many state beef checkoffs. A magistrate judge recommended the case be dismissed after USDA's MOUs ensured oversight of state beef checkoffs. Colin Woodall is the CEO of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. He says this will be a big boost to many state checkoffs. The injunction would have been spread to the other beef councils that were named in the lawsuit, and they would have been under the same injunction and have the same restrictions on the usage of their dollars and have to go out and and get the pre-approved forms. And that would have been extremely difficult, especially for a lot of the bigger states, such as Texas, for example. NCBA is the largest contractor to the beef checkoff, but by law is prohibited from using checkoff funds for its lobbying efforts. Woodall says the organization is focused on maintaining the current structure of the checkoff. It was meant for 50 cents to stay in the state and 50 cents to go to the Cattlemen's Beef Board, and we want to do everything we can to maintain that because local control is extremely important in the success of the state beef councils and their work, and the producer control of the overall Cattlemen's Beef Board and checkoff is also important. So for us, it's not about trying to rebalance that particular spreadsheet. It's about maintaining what the law says because it works. He says there's still more developments to watch for. This is not a done deal, though. This is just a recommendation to a district judge. The district judge still has to make his decision, and once that decision is made, it still can be appealed. So we are a long way, I believe, from the end of this fight, but this was a a positive decision, and we're excited about it. The case was originally brought by RCAF after ads promoting North American beef were sponsored by the Montana Beef Council. RCAF contends that producers were being forced to fund private speech through the mandatory beef checkoff program. RCAF CEO Bill Bullard said the group will now submit formal objections to the U.S. federal court.
Finally today, chilly conditions across the Midwest won't be around for long. The western Corn Belt is currently fighting wind chills colder than negative 40 in some places, but USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says things will warm up soon. We are looking at a return of quite warm weather across the eastern half of the country. Chilly conditions should be mostly confined to the Rockies, parts of the southwest, and the Intermountain West. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.